This episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live is brought to you in part by Viewfinders Identity Search and Design. Your choice for web design, graphic design, and all multimedia development needs. Visit VFISAD.com and let us bring your vision to reality. This is Tom Gibbis, the voice of Shikamaru Nara from Naruto, and you are listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. And it's not a drag. It's time. Talk time. Let's go. Anime, comics, movies, and games. Come on and let's get it. Talk time. Anime, comics, movies, and games. Come on and let's get it. Talk time. Anime, comics, movies, and games. Come on and let's get it. Talk time. Anime, comics, movies, and games. Come on and let's get it. Talk time. Live. Started in the 80s with Matt Cross. Dudes in the hood might have called that soft, but I carried that cross like Jesus did. Fast forward, I teach the kids to learn how to let go, live life, and show love to all things that don't matter where y'all from. And luckily, there's a show called Talk Time. We've been waiting for this for a long time. Dax kicks the facts on all the geek news. Special guests and unbiased reviews. Suburban kids, the hipster street dudes, all can learn something new. Me too. I heard words when no faith is empty. I stayed the course, so my haters tempt me. Beat the podcast, that'll make them envy. It ain't too trendy. It's ACMG. Anime, comics, movies, and games. Come on and let's get it. Talk time. Anime, comics, movies, and games. Come on and let's get it. Talk time. Anime, comics, movies, and games. Come on and let's get it. Talk time. Anime, comics, movies, and games. Come on and let's get it. Talk time. Welcome back to the Journal of My Life that covers all things anime, comics, movies, and games. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live, the Prime Show. I am your host, Dax Xavier Josiah. Once again, a day late and a dollar short, and I mean that in a literal sense. This has been a crazy, crazy month. I know it's like the 24th right now, and the reason why it's the 24th and not the 23rd, which is normally a day that I normally record this show, for the second week in a row, I had to postpone it um for reasons under like nowhere near my control in this case um swear to goodness it's just since day one of 2022 it's just been getting insanely crazy it's just been a roller coaster if you will like i probably wasn't even going to have this show but thanks to the philadelphia water department who were fixing a situation involving a water main that broke in my entire neighborhood leaving us all without water I had to, you know, relocate. And luckily, you know, for myself, I actually made the call and reported that our order made was out and nobody did it. And thank goodness for that, that they came immediately and fixed the problem. It took them all night to do it, but they did it, which led to me coming in and doing the show right now. So I thought it was all said and done. It was all over with. I wouldn't have to worry about a damn thing. But in the midst of me, you know, working with clients and doing projects and all this stuff, my Apple Pencil breaks and it breaks in a way that it can't be fixed. So this morning I had to go in to the Apple store and I just came back from the Apple store to get a brand new Apple pen. But the means I had to spend money to do it. So again, day late, dollar short. Nonetheless, I am here to talk all things anime, comics, movies, and games, and we will be talking all things anime, comics, movies, and games with our talk topic being Super Crooks, 
um, that came out on Netflix in 2021. I seriously believe that this may have been a sleeper anime series that Netflix came out with. I finally got a chance to check it out and we will absolutely talk about this show and why it will be a crime if you miss it too. So all that and some news that we're going to be talking about in the next segment, but we're unfortunately, we're going to start off with another reason why 2022 is, it just sucks ass right now because we got to report more passings that just happened in the past week. So let's not waste any time, folks. Let's find out what's new in the world of ACMG. And now it's time to find out what's new in the world of ACMG. All right, so once again, we're going to have to start off with the latest news in regards to passings of legends that has occurred uh, virtually almost at least it was announced on the same day. I don't know if they happened on the same day. I don't believe so, for, according to TMZ. But the first one that we uh, came across was the passing of Meatloaf, legendary uh, recording artist and actor. Uh he died at the age of four, uh, 74, unfortunately due to COVID, um, the, uh, pandemic has, uh, taken away one of the legends of music. And, um, it's just really sad. He, you know, of course you all is best known for the legendary hit album, bat out of hell and his unforgettable hit. I would do anything for love. Let me tell you, talk about a, one of the greatest crossover hits ever. Like this, that song came out during a time where like certain multiple cultures were listening to their cultural favorite, you know, music genre. And like in the eighties, everybody was listening to everything like Madonna, Elton John, David Bowie, Run DMC, New Edition, all of that played in one, like they used to play on one actual radio station. Like there was no separate radio stations out there. And Lo and behold, later on, when it like late, uh, late eighties into the nineties, you know, they became power 99, which used to play everything became only hip hop and R&B only. Um, then you had, you know, rock stations and you had reggae stations and it just all separated. But, you know, when this song came out, there was only a few like songs that really cross over to everybody. This was one of them. Um, I would say I would go second with like, um, believe it or not, red hot chili peppers under the bridge, but this one right here, everybody loved every single person loved, um, openly. Like I would say like red hot chili peppers. Some people, not everybody was like openly, you know, down with that, with the, with the music from there. But people did like, you know, people around my way did like the music, you know, regardless um, but it wasn't open about it. This song right here, that song was open. Everybody loved, you know, I would do anything for love. Everybody loved the video, the production, the pageantry that meatloaf put together. And it was just a awesome, awesome song it was a hit for like an entire summer. Um, and he just be, he just continued to be sky high from that point on. He's also known for memorable roles in films such as the Rocky Horror Picture Show, Spice World, Fight Club, Wayne's World, and dozens of TV show appearances. 
Um, it was reported that his wife and I, I believe I could be wrong. His, it was definitely said that his wife was there. I don't know if his uh, kids was also with him. Um, but wife was reportedly said to be by his side as he was passing unknown if he was vaccinated as well. We still, I'm sure that information will come, um, as the days to come, but overall, it's just really sad. Everybody loved meat. No, there was not, there was never really one particularly bad thing i've ever heard about meatloaf uh what he stood for or whatever like that i know he was reportedly talked about uh him speaking out against the recent australia situation with the mandates and all this stuff but you know regardless of his views we still don't know he that doesn't mean he couldn't be vaccinated or whatnot at this time but nonetheless when it's all said and done in its core we lost a legend out there and to all his friends family uh and fans out there, you know, thoughts, hearts, and prayers out to all of you out there. It's, it's just another big loss, you know, we, uh, with just down the line and it doesn't stop there because the same day we got news that the legend, another legend, Louis Anderson also died at the age of 68, uh, after a battle of, uh, after his battle with cancer, um, the legendary comedian and Emmy winning actor, has made his mark in many shows and movies, including the tonight show was where he made his, uh, got his real exposure from, uh, everybody remembers him from coming to America. And it's funny too, because that one scene, like we all know who, who Louis Anderson is, but it was that one scene that he did when he was in McDowell's with Eddie Murphy. And he's talking about like moving, you know, getting promoted from, you know, sweeping to doing fries and all the stuff. And it's like, and that's where the big bucks come in. Everybody loves and remembers him from that one scene. That movie has made such an impact on so many people's careers. Isn't it funny? People forget that like Samuel L. Jackson got his first kind of real break from that movie as well. But Louis Anderson was already an established, you know, figure by that point. But not legendary status, he, but uh, he, he, people really remember him for that one scene. He just knows how to make an impact on whatever he does, whether big or small. And of all that, he even had his own animated uh, TV show and series on Fox, uh, on the Fox Four Kids Network called uh, Life with Louie, which was a, a very successful hit. It lasted multiple years, um, as well as his as his comedy specials. Like I've watched a lot of his stand up. He is hilarious. He was hilarious out there. But of course, he was also known recently for his role in Basket, which he got uh, an Emmy for. So, again, to all the friends, family, and uh, fans out there, thoughts and prayers. And we absolutely a great loss for um both of us and this is only january you know the last time i've seen such loss of celebrities like this was like i think 2017 where all year around it just felt like people were just dropping and we lost so many celebrities and so many people along the way um 2022 is just it's it's really becoming a rough start for everybody um i would be i'd be remiss if i didn't really briefly talk about regina king and her son she lost her son um as he uh, took his own life and um it's just really sad and and in that situation i always have a, i always have a of, of saying when you are a person like louis anderson and meatloaf who has created a legacy for themselves and i mean 
74 is getting to that point. 68 is still slightly a bit young. You're still able to do some things. But considering the gravity of their careers, I can safely say that we lost legends, but they left a legacy for um, for them to be remembered for a long time. They made an impact in our lives in such a great way. When you see somebody like Regina King's son, who whatever he was going through in his life, decided that he couldn't handle it and took his own life at such a young age. That is a reason to mourn. When you're somebody of the age of Betty White and and uh, I for, forgive me, I forgot somebody else recently passed away uh, uh, just recently too. Uh, Sidney Portier, I would say that too. You got people like Sidney Portier, you got people like um, Betty White and, and Meatloaf and, and Louis Anderson. They left a legacy, an imprint, if you will, in our lives. Um, but that kid, regardless of who his mother is and his and how his mother's you know legacy is going, he had so much. That's a that's a reason to mourn to see people leave that early in life and just give up and um and just go through the the trial and tribulations that they go through and and they don't feel like they don't have a way, means to fight. I can't imagine because I went through a lot of that stuff. I mean. A lot of ways I could say I could still safely say I'm still going through that and not in a way that I used to, because I'm telling you, in the 90s, when I was 16 years old, I went through what I believe was my own hell. I mean, growing up in a in a in a like in a small, I mean, in a, in a uh, single home family and I mean, I even recently just wrote it down because, you know, there there's I, I recognize there are a lot of people who are going through these trial and tribulations, much like I did, but under a different generation and different terms and different roles. Almost, you know, I didn't have this pandemic when I was going through my trial and tribulations and going through things. But I, the weight of the world felt like it was grabbing to me as a young kid going through what I went through. And I'm going to tell you, I actually wrote a list of the things that I've gone through and I had to put it out there in our ACMG Facebook group because I know there are people out there who are, are going through their own situations, but I can tell you that, you know, there's a reason to keep fighting. I mean, yes, I grew up in a dysfunctional and single family home. Um, I won and lost fights with bullies in my youth and I'm not way before the internet because before the internet and social media, we didn't have that. You know, people were physically in, 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 visually bullying you from you know face to face so you had to fight back and all that you know i had guns pointed to me with you know by thieves and friends you know i was racially profiled and arrested and sent to jail for a crime i didn't commit okay i had three near-death experiences two accidental one self-inflicted you know not with the intention of you know killing myself but just it just happened in a way which out of anger and it just happened um I was kicked out of school and, you know, high school and put in a juvie, um, you know, a juvenile high school for a bit and got myself together. I had to work hard, you know, after I started figuring out, you know, there's a better way of doing what I'm doing. I 
had to get myself out of there. I had to, you know, I earned my way out of there and managed to graduate on time. I got left back a few times purposely, um, just lashing out. And I just like, look, I got to get myself together. So I did and managed to get out on time. And it, within the same four years, I skipped a few grades because I had to do extra work. Um, encountering a lot of bad heartbreaks and relationships, hanging around with people that did not have my best interests, but choosing to stay away from those who did not have my best interests. I had to look into myself and trust me, I know it's not easy to do. Um, became the only um, male in, in the family of four brothers, possibly five, and to graduate high school and attend college. And even, you know, even though I, I you know, attend college, I dropped out of college when my mom passed away because there was no way for me to get the financial, you know, needs to do so. And I didn't want to get a loan at the time. I still don't want a loan right now. You know, I worked in retail and corporate world for 19 years and returned to college during that time and graduated with honors. So I, you know, I had an up and down type of situation. I worked in to uh, toxic working environments, you know, somewhat racially fueled environments. Um, so it, I, that's when I started my own freelance design firm because I, and, and within me, I found the value within me that I had to fight. I had to prove my worth. And I created, you know, viewfinders, identity search and design. And I created ACMG, you know, as a way, as a means for me to show what I can contribute to this world. And through trial and error, I managed to grow clientele and gain many experiences, you know, creating the ACMG brand, creating this very podcast. And for six years, I've had over 50 guests in this, you know, that just showed me I have something to offer in this world. I can't speak for everybody else when it comes to situations like this, because everybody has their own road and every road is different. But within that road, there is a core. There is a core when it comes to this. And I am, I am just here to say to like, you just, you can make it. You have to see yourself make it. You have to see it in yourself. You have to look at yourself in the mirror, question yourself, cry, let it all out. And really rationalize the situation because it's not just going to happen, but you got to plan and make it happen. And I had to get myself, I was, I was sick and tired of being sick and tired. And I was at the bottom of my road and didn't realize that everything is going to cycle because there, there's never going to be consistently good times. There's not going to be consistently bad times. You're going to go through what I call chapters. And when you do, you'll start to realize that you just got to hang it out. You got, you got to hang in there because these chapters never last. And as long as you got the will to see your story through the very end of the, cha uh, the, um, of the book, that's all that matters, but you need to, and you need to have that support to do so. I mean, don't be afraid to reach out. Don't be afraid to admit that you need help. Don't be afraid to say, I need a friend or I need, you know, it's you know, it, whatever way that you need to, even on social media. And I think thousands and thousands upon thousands, maybe millions of people right now are thinking that, you know, are introverts that think that they can't do it. You can. And I hate to be off key. And I know this is kind of off brand, if you will. But I think this just needs to be said because we are a hurt community right now. And all these passings, all these 
the pandemic, everything that's going on, we really need to keep going. And this is why I have this show so we can at least have a means to know that you're not alone that you there are people out there that love what you love there are people out there who understand what you're going through hopefully this can be your means to do it but you know we i'm here we're here so i'll just leave it at that but again rest in peace to everybody and mention and um we will definitely miss you all i will definitely say that all right so in order to lighten up the mood, let's talk about my thoughts on the trailer to Cuphead, the Cuphead show, which is going to be on Netflix on February 18th. We finally get a chance to see what this looks like. It's finally coming. We've been taught they've been talking about this, uh, this series for this animated series for quite a while, and we're finally getting it. And it looks absolutely awesome. Uh, I. It's, it looks like it's going to be a lot of wacky things going on. I love the old school, you know, retro, you know, retro 60s, 30s, uh, 30. This is 1930s uh, art style that mimics the actual video game as well. I'll tell you this. I can't stand that game. I cannot. I For the life of me, look, I hate that game to high hell. Not because it, it doesn't look good, because it is intentionally, intentionally challenging and i own it i can't play it i won't play it because like you all i get annoyed easily so i you know there i i don't appeal to too many challenges as much as i used to when i was a kid maybe because i didn't have a lot of weight a lot of real world weight to hold but i like i play games for comfort i play games for therapy if you will that game is not therapeutic whatsoever. It's a beautiful looking game. It is an awesome game and, and it's and it's, in, in all respects, but it's not for me. It is for the people who like to be challenged. And if you don't have a lot going on in your world, this game is for you. If you got a lot going on in your world that requires you to have as much tranquility as possible, this is not a game for you, but visually this game is awesome. Uh, it is actually a great game and it, it, you just got to work hard at it and, and get through. But in its place, I may hate this game. I mean, I don't really hate the game, like hate the game. Like this game is awesome because there are a lot of games that I can legitimate, uh, legitimately say I hate. I don't hate that for the reasons that people think I hate this game. <laughs> the game is actually awesome in, in, in all this retrospect. But um. I think I'll enjoy the actual animated series better. So I'm looking forward to seeing this when it comes on uh, Netflix on February 18th. I don't know if they're going to play all episodes at once or is this going to be a weekly thing? I don't know, but I am eagerly and I don't know what ratings this is going to be. Um, this game, this movie, I mean, this uh, series, I don't know if this is a mature animated series or not. I don't know, but I am excited for it. It looks awesome and and well deserved for the for the game developers who first came up with this game because they worked their ass off to create this game and now they're getting um netflix treatment that's awesome that speaks volumes of the video game industry alone all right gonna go right over to the world of disney plus and particularly the world of star wars because last week's 
episode of the Book of Boba Fett. We see some really, really weird things that happen in the series. I think the week before that, it was the biker gang that we saw, which it was cool to see, but they really felt like they were out of place. They looked like more like characters from Back in the Future, uh, Back to the Future too. That was the first thing that came to my mind. And then later on, I saw a meme of somebody that did that said the exact same thing. So it was like, I'm not the only one that was thinking that because the bikes, the hover bikes that they had were a little bit too earthy. And even the design, the, the, the clothing design, the costume designs of the guys looks too Earth-like to me. But they're in the Star Wars universe and that's that's what it was. This week, for some, it may have gotten weirder. Uh, I, I'll say weirder because uh, Cameron Ross in our ACP Facebook group, shout out to him. He mentioned it as well, but I this was my favorite episode. You know, reason being, one of my favorite recording artists made an appearance in this. Um, a lot of people are, were shocked to see this, but they did a flashback where um, they sh they showed how Bubba Fett met up with uh, Phoenix Shand, um, who is Wing uh, Ming Na Win character, and lo and behold, she got injured. Bubba Fett decided to you know save her and acquired the assistance of this uh of a uh, this guy known as the modifier the modifier just happens to be none other than recording artist thundercat who appeared in last week's episode and i looked and i was i was looking i'm like you don't see him you see the back of him but you see a guy with locks or i hate to say this term because it's an you know people in and and the uh, community and culture don't really like to call them dreadlocks, but they're locks. There's a cultural term reason for that. Um, but this, you see a dude with a with a very familiar set of blonde locks. And I'm like, no, no way. And then they wait and wait. And this guy is just working on an, a, a droid or whatever like that. He turns around and I'm like, oh my God, it is, that is Thundercat. Oh my God. So he's playing this dude to modify who actually is responsible for saving Bubba Fett's partner in crime, uh, Phoenix Shin, after uh, suffering a near death injury. She, he um, operates on her, gives her like kind of cybernetic, you know, um, implants, much like uh, Luke Skywalker did when he lost his arm to uh, Vader. That was awesome. That was absolutely so. Like, Thundercat is in the. He's in the Star Wars universe. Not only that, but during that whole entire scene, he created music strictly for his own scene. You could tell that it was his music. And if you didn't know if it was him, you could tell you, could, you recognize his, his uh, music style. It was all in there. Dude, if y'all haven't listened to Thundercat and you guys heard some of it when I, I a few weeks ago, uh, like months, uh, a few episodes ago, when I went to the... Uh, to his concert here in Philly. Oh, this dude is, I, I really hate to say this, but he's kind of like a modern day Stevie Wonder to me in terms of his creativity and his his open expression, his openness. Like it's just, it's free flowing. His music to me is, it's like, it creates the multiverse. It's, it's an amalgam of different sounds and styles and genres all combined together, beautifully done in a way that I don't think a lot of other people can do it. He's just absolutely awesome. 
so the fact that he's in here and he's done work for them it's just and it's an incredible it's just incredible man i i can't speak volumes he was just recently um you know doing shows with uh bruno mars as well because you know he, he does um he does a track in the silk sonic um album which is i highly recommend anybody getting that the album is so dope and just to have him and bootsy collins in there with it just awesome so i was really thrilled i can't wait to see what this show is gonna do next because i love like i said before when we first reviewed this i love the theme of them doing you know bubba fett is trying to earn everybody's respect and gain respect i love this theme it's a, it's a different way to go john favreau is just he's marvelous no pun intended at, at you know creating this expanded universe for star wars it's just it's just unbelievable i love it if you haven't checked it out go out of your way check it out it's just and i'll be i'll be remiss to not mention that it seems like we will get the appearance of the mandalorian probably this week because the last thing finnick uh shan said is that they need more firepower they need more help you know to do and then all of a sudden we hear the familiar soundtrack of the mandalorian but they said like you know she th she thinks she knows where to get it and lo and behold his me the mandalorian music came on and i was like oh this is business about to pick up big time so i'm looking forward to this week's episode um going into there it's like ah uh, no shortage of awesome tv shows this peacemaker all that man it's just just fantastic what is not fantastic is the report that blank uh black i said blank black panther 2's production is on hold due to a COVID outbreak um more setbacks on the set just when filming started according to the hollywood reporter who reported the difficulties of filming the much anticipated sequel during the pandemic uh the production resumed after uh leticia wright returned to the set after a stunt gone wrong she received a concussion and had to stay out for a few days and they had to stop production and um in accordance to that uh the people who tested positive were said to be both talent and crew despite comp uh complications uh black panther 2 is still aiming to be released this year along with dr strange and the multiverse of madness as well as store uh love and thunder so this is unfortunate um you know here's a good part marvel is known for still you know banging out these episodes really quickly like remember dr strange was done in like less than a year and that movie was awesome it doesn't take them long to produce these movies and they do it in such a way it's just unbelievable so i just wish everybody to be as safe as possible this pandemic is nothing to be played around with and to be taken seriously um we still don't know if leticia uh writes you know status in terms of whether she is vaccinated or not um i gotta believe that she is they just not speaking on it because it's no way but there this outbreak has come so i don't know it, i don't know i i really don't know it's, it's it's up in the air i just hope that everybody remains safe doing so and I know Disney and, and Marvel are taking precautions as much as possible. It's just nothing you could do at this point. So we will see. Uh, going back to anime news here. One of my most beloved game franchise or series is getting an anime and it's debuting in February. Shinmu uh, will be coming in February 
according um, now Adele Swim and Crunchyroll are teaming up once again to bring you the anime based on the legendary cult classic video game series. Shimu is based on a game created by the iconic and legendary developer Yu Suzuki that debuted it on the Sega Dreamcast, one of my favorite consoles of all time. I believe I still may have it in there somewhere or hidden somewhere. Um, so one of my favorite game consoles of all time. Uh, and tell, and this actual uh, game tells the story uh, set in 1986, where a young martial artist named Ryu uh, Hazaki, or Huzuki actually, searches for the evil Landee who killed his father in order to acquire the secret mirrors to gain ultimate power. The show will premiere Saturday, on Saturday, uh, February 5th uh, on both Adult Swim, which will be an English dub, thank you, and Crunchyroll which will be uh which will include the sub options that probably actually will be sub only if it's crunchy roll no unless when it comes to that oh before you probably do that i also got to mention that you know adele swim and crunchy roll uh recently teamed up to premiere black um blade runner black lotus as well what i'm wondering in terms of crunchy roll is to when they're going to merge or acquire when is funimation going to acquire all of their library at this point because guys remember funimation bought crunchyroll so i don't know what they're doing in terms of um you know their library and and and, and whether they're going to still keep crunchyroll around or they're just going to you know migrate it all in to funimation i don't know but they they uh spent a lot of money getting that um getting that company and again for all you anime uppity people when a when when a um, company is being bought over, and you keep thinking that sub is the best thing ever, and everybody's watching sub, this proved that is not the case. Because if everybody was watching sub as much as you think, wouldn't that mean that Crunchyroll will probably get more um, memberships going towards them than it would be Funimation, who actually has both sub and dub and wouldn't that mean Crunchyroll would be when that means sub would be the most you know preferred form of um of enjoyment in terms of watching anime it's not it's not now i'm not dogging out sub because i'll watch a sub if need be if i have to but i would much rather prefer the talents of the voice actors that i thought things do a tremendous job and i definitely can prove that if you watch crunch um what is it the other um anime streaming network known as uh retro crush you will see a lot of old anime from the 80s where you know the acting was nowhere near and i think that's where a lot of people are basing their 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 their, their mindsets on when it comes to watching dubbed anime is if you're watching if you're only watching like anime from the 80s or even the 90s, that's unfair because, yeah, that I don't know if they were actual actors really doing those roles or there people in the studio just voicing the roles of the talent. And then also during that time, they weren't familiar with the culture and ideology of Japan and how they work, you know, animation uh, or anime back then. Now it is so much better way more evolved than it ever was before um you have professional actors actual actors 
taking on these roles and giving them the charisma, the intensity, the excitement, and the character that they deserved. Um, I, I, I just, it, it boggles me when you got people like that. I talked to somebody a while back who, um, you know, it was one of those anime uppity people who would prefer sub don't know a lick of Japanese. So basically they don't, they're not, it's not the Japanese that they worried about. It's the subtitle, because if you had the subtitle, then you wouldn't, if you were, if, if people didn't, uh, couldn't rely on subtitle, I guarantee you they would, um, migrate over to the dubs guarantee you. Cause you would never require you to have to learn Japanese. And I know a lot of people do myself included, and I've been tutored in Jap uh, Japanese before. Um, it's a lot of work to do, but you still don't know it. It takes years for you to be that fluid to understand. And, and, and it requires constant conversations with people in the country and the culture to really understand the context and how the dialogue works and whether the voice acting is but like they don't know if the voice acting is good i had this i say this all the time you if, without you actually if you don't live in japan like i'll give you an example my good man uh matt papa who was just on the show from nt creates the video game company in japan that he lives in i can see if he's more fluid in japanese i don't know if he is but if he was i'm pretty sure he's been there long enough to know what he can consider good acting or not maybe uh, I had somebody from Japan on this show a while back. If you go into my uh, archive files on talktimelive.com, you can type in the word Tokyo Rose and that will lead you to a episode where I had this guest on who is from Japan and told us that like not every, not every character and not every role that is being done in Japanese is good. She prefers some of the actual English uh, cast better than the Japanese cast. You know, so I mean, it's all pretensions at the end of the day. But nonetheless, I am looking forward to this because Shimu, I, you know, I say this, I've beaten Shimu one and two. I can't get myself to play number, th uh, uh, to get through three. There's a, there's a lot of archaic and outdated, um, mechanics in that game that I just can't get through, especially after playing the Yakuza series. Like Yakuza is the true successor to yaka uh to shinmu and it's where shinmu should be right now yu suzuki unfortunately i don't know what has happened with him but like it he at one point this this guy was just one of he he created the evolution of 3d gaming and when i played shinmu 3 it didn't feel like the evolution that it once was that he once was and now you got the Yakuza series done, which is by what his, his, like his apprentice, I believe who, um, worked with him on those games. And he kind of took to his concept and ideas and evolved it in, in a great way. And the Yakuza series is everything that Shimu at this day and age should be it. it that Shimu three is so archaic right now sad i can't i try to go back on it as much as i can but i just can't it's just like oh the features in there is just, it, it irks me but some way somehow i gotta see landy end some way i gotta see how this end one of these days i'm gonna try to contribute to it but it, it just i find myself getting so lost in it and bored by it, it it's just bad um now judgment and lost judgment in the yakuza series every bit of it 
every single bit of it. So um, even graphically, Shinmu 3 is just not up to par. And I know part of it is probably because he's no longer it's not no longer associated with Sega. So he doesn't have the funding for it. So, you know, they did the best they could with it. But, you know, it's like that James Ingram song. I did my best, but I guess my best wasn't good enough. I mean, that's pretty much how it goes, man. Um, but I'm looking forward to the actual animated series and uh, that should be good. It looks awesome. It absolutely looks awesome um, so far. So last thing I want to talk about is my thoughts on Moon Knight. We got to see the trailer to this. This looks fantastic. Uh, Oscar Isaac is really killing it. I put up a meme just recently um, talking about the fact that you know there was a meme that was out there to saying that oscar isaac is on a mission to collect all the infinity franchises because he's done he's he's in dune he's in the star wars series he's he was an x-men he was apocalypse um i believe he was in spider-man as well and uh or uh, recently going to be in spider-man and he's a, a part of uh, the marvel studios you know universe now as moon knight so yeah he's killing it man he is really killing it. and to be honest i actually did like him as apocalypse i just didn't like the storyline in particular um it wasn't the best it was still better than dark phoenix <laughs> it was definitely better than dark phoenix i can tell you that um but his role is apocalypse i thought he i thought he did a good job as apocalypse so the story with moon knight is actually quite interesting here because i think this marvel studios version is going to be much it's going to explain this character much better than the comic books does because i believe if i'm correct in the comic books they have moon knight as a character who you don't really know if he is a character if, if he is a superhero or is he just a guy thinking that he's a superhero or whether he actually has powers or anything and they kind of make it, it, it he's kind of an enigma in the comics but here there's a little bit more logic explained to this and this is right here because this when i watched the trailer i'm like okay this is a much I like the way they they're doing it this way than opposed to what they do in the comics because the comics makes everything you know confusing to me but this right here makes it makes it much more explanatory so the story here according to imdb in the trailer is like a former u.s marine uh struggling with the dissociative uh identity disorder which is granted uh is granted powers of an egyptian moon god uh, but he soon finds out that these newfound powers can both be a blessing and a curse. So Oscar Isaac is playing Mark Spector, but he's, you know, because of the disorder and because he's inhabited, this body is making him feel like he's going insane. But I feel like he, he, the thing is, is that he's blacking out in different places. So he's almost like, um, He's going through these situations where he's going to sleep and then waking up in other parts of the world or different places. But it's like when he goes to sleep, the moon night takes over his whole entire body. He's locking himself, uh, you know, at his bed and everything. And, you know, he's just going insane here. <laughs> but I love the way they're doing it that way, because now it is like he really is a superhero. He has somebody, you know, inside of him that's taking over his body at certain times of the day. And I love it because then we also see in the, in the, in the, um, trailer that he transforms into moon Knight, and he does have some sort of powers and everything. Um, 
so I, yeah, I am very much excited about this and I'm looking forward to this. It is the six episode series will debut on March 30th on Disney plus. I am excited. Um, I look Marvel has been doing it wrong. And we also not only have that to look out for too, uh, we also got Ironheart. So we're going to see Riri Williams come soon. We got Miss Marvel coming as well. So in Armor Wars, I believe there's a lot. Marvel is coming back in full force this summer uh, or this year for that matter. So that I'm sure will help bring a lot more happiness to people out there who are big fans of this whole thing. So there you have it, folks. That will do it for what's new in the world of ACMG. We're going to take a break, come back. And when we do, we will get a chance to check out probably the, the most slept on anime of 2021 in Super Crooks on Netflix. We'll do that right after this. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dax Xavier Josiah, the host of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live, the podcast. You want to catch up with all of our podcast shows and hear from some of the hottest names in all of anime, comics, movies, and games, such as... This is Miley Flanagan, the voice of Naruto. This is Stephanie Shea, the voice of Sailor Moon. This is Ruben Langdon, voice of Ken Masters and Dante from Devil May Cry. Hey there, this is Kyle Abair, the voice of Ryu from Street Fighter V. This is Chris Battle, character designer of Teen Titans Go. Here's your chance to check out all of that and more on TalkTimeLive.com. TalkTimeLive.com provides all of our ACMG content with new and previous episodes, exclusive interviews, articles, and much more. Visit TalkTimeLive.com and let us help you learn to let go, live life, and love all things ACMG. Talk Time Live. Hey, this is Brian Donovan, and you're listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. Leave Hurricane! Do it. And now, it's time for our Talk Topic of the Week. Ready? Wait! Ladies and gentlemen, we are back with our Talk Topic of the Week, and it is my review of Netflix animated original, Super Crooks, uh, which is based on the novel written by Mark Miller and Lionel Francis Yu. I hope I'm saying that right. Uh, he actually was the artist as well for the actual graphic novel, the comic book series. And Netflix decided to uh, get the rights to it. And I believe Mark Miller sold the rights to them for them to produce this animated uh, anime series or anime original, as well as is reports that is. I don't know if it's still up in the air, but they were, are supposed to be in the works of a live action version of this as well. That is supposed to be tied to the Jupiter's Legacy uh, live action series with uh, Josh Jamel that he started, which got canceled after the first season. And rightfully so, because I try watching that one and that, that one's like, if you compare that live action uh, series to this anime, there's a huge contrast because this anime is awesome. Jupiter's Legacy was like a cheap knockoff of every single great comic book movie that you or series that you've ever saw. Like this was to me below Jupiter's Legacy. I mean, was below anything that that that, you know, Greg Berlanti successfully has done. Like it was like a knockoff version of any of the Arrow versus Greg Belanti series is out there. It's just it whatever they were doing, they didn't do it right. They didn't the formula, the recipe, whatever you want to call it, just didn't work. However, this anime, I saw this anime or clips of this anime, or you know, they were advertising it and push trying to push it to me on Netflix. You know how they do with their algorithm. 
and I've seen this for quite some time. Didn't pay any mind to it till 2022. So my whole entire 2021 was devoid of this. I believe it came out in November, but I didn't give it the, uh, the time of day. Boy, was I stupid because this anime is absolutely without a doubt. It's awesome. You got really awesome anime style with the writing of Mark Miller. So, you know, an anime with an American style uh, feel to it, it just became a match made in heaven. Let me tell you, man, this was like to me, this was the Ocean's Eleven of anime. And I know there's been other heist anime, like you got Lupin the Third out there, which is, you know, legendary. You got other, you know, heist, you know, anime out there that which were really good. This with an American vibe to it was just so well done. Um, right up to the opening, and I will talk about that in a bit. But like I said, this is based on uh, the comic series by Mark Miller and, and uh, Lionel uh, Francis Yu. It's a 13 episodes uh, anime series. You can pretty much call it an OVA at best. Um, of the same name, which debuted in Air Man. This is a sleeper hit. Um, it, this wasn't even listed in the um, best of 2021 ballots and nobody even questioned it, which led me to believe that nobody actually watched it either. But man, if you go back and see it now, I just what I did after watching it, I posted the opening in our ACMG Facebook group to entice people to watch it. And people were really digging the opening of this. But the story to this, it, this is one of those, you know, one last heist type of um uh you know stories the story tells of uh tells the story of johnny bolt uh who was a young man who developed superpowers at an early age uh this was his chance to become a hero and popular among his classmates uh, as well as a girl that he had a crush on unfortunately things turned for the worse when his newly uncontrollable powers, which is a power of electricity or static, caused a chain reaction of death and destruction. It was horrible. Like, what ha you have to go see it if you haven't seen it. It, it. it looked like Final Destination. It was really that bad because he, he did something. It went wrong. He didn't. He was unable to control his powers the way he needed to. And it just went crazy, like one thing after another. And it just spread out all throughout the city creating mass death <laughs> out of nobody and it, you know i'm laughing at it but it's just like it was just so real i'm like oh my god when i watched it i'm like it, it's just not stopping so with no hope of anyone seeing him as a hero at this point he uh the hero that he wanted to be he decided to become a full-fledged villain now johnny and his crew teams up with his girlfriend casey and a legendary villain to achieve the final ultimate heist that will lead them all into retirement so i gotta say just from the beginning i'm telling you from the beginning the opening intro of this series is going down as one of the greatest opening intros ever and we just in the same week that we saw like peacemakers uh opening intro for live action i'm giving that to nod for anime this is one of the coolest I, um, opening intros I've seen and this actually tops and I, I, I think I mentioned um, this actually to me supersedes Jojo's Bizarre Adventure Stone Ocean 
like I love that one. I thought that was dope. They didn't took this one to a whole nother level. And they're all in Netflix. <laughs> this opening intro, which is like it, it, it's it almost like a uh, tribute or homage to the Minnesota sound of the 80s, in particular Paisley Park, in particular Prince. The 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 song is very it, it, it pays that homage to Prince and the Minnesota sound from back then, but it's awesome. And then on top of that, they got this scene where the uh, the character Casey, who's like probably like Jessica Rabbit level hot in terms of anime female characters, like she's just curved all in the right places. She's just full figure. I mean, like just boom, boom, boom. She's doing this like really hot dance number that I've seen many times on um, probably Prince videos or stuff like that. And then on top of that, you got Johnny Bo who's doing his own dancing and everything. And then all the, the, the rest of the uh, villain crew is just like, you know, dancing and, you know, nodding their head to the beat and everything. It, I could watch that opening intro so many times. Like I am damn near close to, I was damn near close to buying a soundtrack and I may still buy the soundtrack. The soundtrack is available where all music is sold by the way. Um, just for that one song in particular, but the rest of the soundtrack is just as good. I rate the soundtrack to that of like, you know, the Cowboy Bebops and uh, Samurai Champlos and all that stuff. It's just the music for the for the series, the the opening sequence alone just draws you right in. And then it go you didn't follow by the acting of Jonah Scott, who plays Johnny Bolt, you know, Abbott Trout as uh, Casey. Um, all these other great characters, you know, uh, Bill Butts as Josh, the ghost in here. Uh, just awesome, awesome, awesome characters. I mean, the characters alone are just great, too. Uh, the ghost basically is the world's greatest cat burglar who uh, got, gets entangled and uh, phases through the walls and everything. So he's a part of the crew. But to do this ultimate heist and I also got like um, forecasts who's He's a weather maker and he's a super villain as well that teams up with the crew. You got um, TK McCabe, who's a telekinetic. Um, Johnny Bolt, like I said, who has, um, uh, you know, electricity powers and everything. Casey, who does not want to be a part of this crew at all. He's the girlfriend of Johnny Bolt. Wants to just, you know, go about it the right way. She's going to medical school and all this stuff. But she's his girlfriend and she knows that he's doing it. But he wants to do one final heist. And she's going to help him but she also has the she has an ability uh to manipulate people's mind you giving them illusions with, within their mind so it really does play a factor in it and down the line um he's also going up against like superheroes as well like the gladiator and then there's jupiter which is the tie-in to jupiter um uh what is this uh jupiter's uh, legacy because the character for that uh, series ties in with this so uh, I didn't know that they were the same person so there was a method to Netflix's madness and I don't know if there still will be but he's in a younger version of it because Josh Jamel plays what it looks like an older version of this character in the live action version but in the anime he's a lot younger his hair is red um so they have they have him you know pretty much put together in this case so that's where it links there. I had no idea that there was a link to this whole thing, but overall it's like when they get to the point of hiring the, uh, the heat 
and heat is basically a he's a burglar pretty much he's a villain but he's he doesn't have any powers he's using flame guns to uh really intense high level flame guns to you know do do the job and get the job done he's also a mentor to casey as well so that's how the connection here she calls him back to get into the uh to get into the final heist uh because apparently he's never been caught even though he's been caught many a times they're looking to do a heist where they could get in get out and get as much money as possible so everybody can do go about it their own ways do they that's where the question is and that's where i'm not going to spoil this for you because you need to see this for yourself i will just tell you this that i enjoyed every single episode that they've done there is a lot of twists and turns that happens in there and what happens at the end is just pretty damn deep and awesome i would put it like that but i gotta tell you i really feel bad not adding this one to the best of 2021 i still don't believe whether it would probably have gotten it or not because there was a lot of great uh anime that uh that was out there but this would have been up there this would have been absolutely up there and it's i you know should have gotten up here let me tell you i love this so much and why i feel so bad because the grade i'm about to give it it deserves it but this anime gets an a plus all through the, all through the damn thing not one bad episode out of a bunch the acting was fantastic um the voice acting american voice acting was just fantastic everybody did their roles greatly um the story was great the character development was awesome the music was fantastic and on top of that that opening intro i'm telling you it is if you've been a fan of prince or the time or any of those cats like uh alexander O'Neill or any of those cats that came from minnesota and was you know you know making a sound down there it gives you that vibe it is beautifully done the intro the 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 choreo uh the choreography at of the opening with uh casey is just sexy as hell <laughs> okay i'm not gonna i'm not gonna lie it is hot it is it is the part of anime that i really love because only anime you'll be able to you know you know only anime where japan were you know able to create these type of you know sequences like this where they're moving and dancing exactly as if it was real you know they go to great attention to detail with choreography with fight choreography with dance choreography and everything this is the things that american animation could never do that they're just now getting to the point of doing um it, it, I, and I still haven't seen animation of this caliber when you're like i'm telling you if you go watch this there are a lot of anime out there that they show the prowess of what they can you know put together and how the movements and everything is different this is what i love anime for because it's so ahead of its time even to this day it's so ahead of its time that that choreograph that choreographed number that she did it's hard to do that it takes a lot of frames to draw that and i don't see the only the only american animation uh, animated uh studios that i can see do that is disney and wb neither has done it yet now all right granted we had um even even the recent wb animated studios i don't think they can they have the power to do the movements and, and frameworks that they did in there it's because it takes a, it would take a hell of a lot more to do disney i can see definitely doing it because 
they recently did that with uh what if but man this is what i enjoy anime about they really depict uh, uh, reality very well in their anime and i think that's why a lot of people one of the reasons why a lot of people are anime fans to this day and why anime has exploded like it's done for years it's just tremendously well done i love it this to me if you watch um in terms of superhero uh anime or anime based on superhero type of themes this is not my hero academia this is a little bit more of a sophisticated vibe than my hero academia um very a, a lot more adult uh subject matter for that for the, um this matter i would say that this is like the opposite this is like i rate this up to tiger and bunny tiger and bunny was a great type of uh superhero you know buddy cop vibe this is like the opposite where it's like you take that concept but you make it a little bit more you know adult themed and also it's about the you, you get the other perspective it's the the crooks the villains side of things and you know you go into the backstories of those guys and everything so i love this this is like i just felt like a spinoff to tiger and bunny but with a little bit more heat to it so man if you like you know superhero anime like this and like tiger and bunny and all that stuff you got to jump on this guarantee you will not you will not be disappointed with this guarantee so this absolutely without a doubt gets an a plus probably a plus plus because you know as a is a form of um regret i would say for not even you know seeing this in 2021 but you know better late than never this is just dope go at it and get, uh jump on it man it's, it's, it's lovely it's awesome so folks that will do it for this edition of talk time live you know i gotta say after doing this therapeutically i feel a little bit better than i did when i first started coming in so thank you all for taking the time to listen i hope you guys enjoy it in every episode that we have on the show if you do like this and like every episode you can check this out in every episode out on plenty of different platforms starting with talktimelive.com because not only will you get this episode in every episode on our podcast page of the website you can also search for other episodes that you may want including our talk time live exclusive type in ttl.com on a search engine on that page where it says search podcast it'll jump up with all the audio interviews easily and quickly than you will any other platforms that you could do so you'll be able to find it on there you can check out our exclusive interviews with some of the best in all things anime comics movies and games you can also check out our talk time live exclusive video versions of the interviews that i've uh, done recently with matt papa of nt creates the video game development company which gun vault chronicles luminous avenger x2 comes out this week you'll be able to check out our interview talking about that which we recently did enjoyed him as he's in japan you know getting through the pandemic over there and stuff but also still making it happen for nt creates over there and he gets to do his first narrating role and voice role ever so i'm looking forward to playing that game or reviewing that game in the coming weeks we also got my man kyle abert the voice of gohan from dragon ball super and just the dragon ball series in general adele gohan i should say uh fat gum from my hair academia captain eisen on bleach ryu from street fighter you name it he's done it he's been it he's the best at it so go out of your way check it out my lovely good friend danielle kennedy who was just on ghostbusters after uh, life and um 
go out of your way check that out jeffrey chomper cruz who's working on the marvel avengers tech on avengers comic which in february we'll see the final issue for that he's on a roll with that one as well jeffrey thorne recently writing for uh dc's green lantern series also an awesome series as well my good friend amanda c miller the voice of baruto sailor jupiter and joe from kick cosmic just plenty of different content for you and my actual you know um panel with the entire well not the entire but a with the naruto cast a whole group of the naruto cast in there as well and not only that but i also have in our media page you can check out the repop metaverse that i did for 2021 with the uh, cast of bleach sailor moon um that time i got reincarnated as a slime my hero academia the core cast as well as the core cast and og pokemon as well plenty of content for you to check out on talktimelive.com especially our blog page as well uh so you can check all that and there will be a new blog entry coming very soon let me tell you because a situation happened this week that occurred based on our round a video game that i will be reviewing in the coming weeks but something very significant happened there and i'm talking about windjammers 2 something uh that i discovered something that i addressed and something that will be changing in that game very soon and i will be looking forward to talking about that that's going to be in the blog entry and that will be talked about and discussed further when it happens um they claimed it's going to happen they they replied to me they said it was going to happen so when it happens then i'll review that game until then i'm holding off my reviews for that game uh that i've played on that but we also have um black wind which we're going to be talking about this week um pokemon legends arceus comes out this week as well so uh we got plenty of different games to be reviewed uh in the coming weeks as well so stay tuned for that as well as our next episode of talk of talk time live the prime show and uh see what comes up next for that and hopefully better news that week as opposed to it was this week and just hope that we <laughs> take a break from all the you know interesting things that have been happening this time around so if you want to check us out on your favorite podcast platforms, you can do so on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, TuneIn, Audible, uh, Pocket Cast, Pandora, and of course, the people in our Tumblr community. You can check it out there and everywhere you can listen to podcasts. It's not a hard uh, to find. And Fountain as well, should also say that. So that will do it for us folks thank you again that'll do it for me on behalf of myself this is dax xavier josiah saying learn to let go live life and love all things anime comics movies and games this is acmg presents talk time live i am out here take care and please have a great safe week Music for this episode is provided by Game Chops. Check out these great chiptune tracks and more at music.gamechops.com.